Hey there, Niche and Compass podcast listeners. Sorry it's been a little while since I've been here, but uh, if you follow me over on YouTube, you've seen some videos being posted recently. I was sending out notes to coaches every day to my email community for 100 days. And now I feel energized and excited to show back up on my podcast because you have all been so amazing. Thank you for the recent reviews, for the ratings. Um, please know you can always share these episodes with other coaches you know who could use a new way of looking at their work because that's really what I am inspired to offer. I am not here to tell you the right way. I do not have a proven system because there is no proven system that works for everybody, but there is a right way for you. And that is my mission to help you really understand how you like to work, how you naturally show up in partnership for your clients, and to let that be the guiding light in developing and um, growing and evolving your coaching practice and ecosystem. And today we're going to do just that. I want to unpack this idea that good coaches only do one or two things or what good coaching looks like and invite you to look at it a bit more creatively and to ask yourself, what would it be like if you could show up and bring all of your amazing, amazing natural talents into your partnerships, of which coaching might only be one of those things. What if there are lots of other ways that you can serve people and really just say, I'm going to do what I do best. And that is what your clients need most. I can't wait to dive in. Here we go. So I have the honor of working with a lot of new and emerging coaches in the community I run called Misfit to Maverick. And so I am always in conversation with coaches and listening to the experiences that they've had, the stories they're working on, kind of disassembling and breaking through. And I've noticed something happening over and over again. And it's around this question of what coaching looks like, like what is coaching? And it ties to this exploration we're doing around what our natural gifts are. So again, I want you to imagine that there you are on one side with all of your amazing qualities and natural talents and your experience and the way that you naturally show up in service of someone else. And on the other side is the definition of coaching and what it looks like to coach. What does that even mean? Every new coach that I work with starts by taking a nice deep dive look at their UMAP. I've talked about UMAPs in other episodes and on my YouTube channel, but at its highest level, UMAP is simply a very... um, intuitive and holistic and actionable self-assessment tool. It's actually a combination of four different assessments. So you learn your strengths and your values and your skills and your personality-based interests. I like to add on to it conversation about your lifestyle and your quirks, but what it really does is break down your work preferences. What Who you are, what's important to you, how you like to show up in your work, And because I really believe that if we don't know those things about ourselves, if you don't know those things about yourself, it's very difficult to advocate for you in your work. Um, As a coach, unless you're going out and getting a job as a coach, which is always an option, is to just get a job somewhere to do your coaching work. 
If you, like me, are working on building your own coaching ecosystem, you want to be self-employed, you want to be creating your own clients, what that means is that you are building your own job. And you want to build a job that's in alignment with who you are. Because the more aligned your work is to who you are, and you are at the center of your coaching, the more easy it's going to be, the more sustainable, the more fun, the more natural it's going to be. And that's again where where we are where we really can settle in for the long haul of what our coaching is going to look like as it emerges over time and as a result of practice. So, when I'm working with a new coach, we're starting to uncover all of these things including your strengths and your values and I'm just starting to hear more and more, well, but that's not what good coaches do or um, that's not how a coach's show coach shows up. For example, let's say that you have a lot of executing skills, meaning you are really good at getting things done. You are really good at creating plans. Maybe you have strategy towards the top of your list. You are a natural guide or a natural teacher. You have some command, right? You, you, maybe there's some influencing strengths up there where you are really able to help people get things done, but you have it in your mind that as a coach, we cannot tell people what to do. Or as a coach, I can't bring my, I'm not supposed to like give people a plan. It's all supposed to emerge from them. Now, I guess it's important that I say here that I, I always hold that my client is whole. I always hold that my client is in choice. I always hold that the right step is going to come from my client and not from me. I don't pretend to know the right step for anybody. And I am also a natural ideator. I, ideas come to me very easily. So if a client shows up into my session and says, I don't know what to do next. I just don't know what my options are. I can put on that ideator hat and say, well, I can put some things on the table. Would you like me to? I, I always keep my, keep my client in choice. Would you like me to put some ideas on the table? I frame it out. I will put these on the table. You do not have to pick them up. I always say, if knowing what you don't want is as important as knowing what you do want. So if you don't want any of these things, that's actually a really great sign. I am never presenting or bringing myself into a partnership as if I have the right way and you don't have choice. <laughs> and so when I work with fellow coaches who have these strategic strengths, but they're coming up against this definition of what coaching is or is not, I tend to take a stand for rather than trying to change who you are or like close off those natural gifts that you have, um, in order to fit into this definition of coaching, I like to flip it around and say, well, what if we change and explore and experiment and unpack what coaches do? Like, let's change the definition instead of trying to change who you are. And changing the definition of coaching and what coaching is or is not is an exploration. You know, there are lots of ways of looking at that. Um, I sometimes like to think as coaching as being like a closet full of hats and I put on different hats in my partnerships, depending on what my client needs. So if my client needs 
simply space to reflect, then I'm very much just like this neutral observer and reflector and holder of space. If my client needs some brainstorming, I will put on my ideator hat. If my client needs to get into action, I'll put on my activator hat and help them create a plan. If a client um, wants to learn something that I have knowledge about, I will put on my teacher hat. All of those hats live in my coaching closet. Um, another way of looking at it is that coaching is one of the hats. So if you define coaching as really being um, having this blank space, this empty container uh, that is really just around inquiry and reflection, then coaching can be one of the hats in the closet, right? It's kind of either or. My, my closet is called the coaching closet, and then there are lots of hats in it. But for you, coaching, again, might be one of the hats in your collection. I guess what I really want to leave you with and invite you to consider is that Coaching is just one of the ways you can show up in partnership with somebody. I think coaches, especially newer coaches, just put a lot of pressure on themselves to know what the title means, to say, I'm a coach, this is coaching, this isn't coaching. What if instead you said, I'm helping people? One of the ways I help people is through my coaching, but another way I can help people is through strategizing, through planning, through accountability, um, through teaching through all of the things that you really, really love and which comes natu come naturally to you, you can consider yourself a partner, you can consider yourself a guide. But I just wanna invite you to hold the title of coach and what coaching is a little bit more lightly and notice what happens. Notice what happens if you give yourself permission to yes, honor and use and um, uh, apply with integrity the frameworks you've learned, right? Maybe some of the certifications you have, but to let those things be part of a larger toolbox and not just the only things that you can or cannot do to be a, um, an impactful and powerful partner, coach, guide for someone who needs your support. Oh, how I do hope today's conversation has been helpful and perhaps is helping you untangle a little bit from any definitions or ideas around coaching that feel like they're holding you back from doing your best work. I invite you to subscribe to the podcast, consider sharing a rating and a review if you're an iTunes listener. If you're listening over on Anchor, please send me a voice memo. I would love to hear your thoughts directly and perhaps include that in an upcoming podcast episode. And if you're not a part of my email community, I invite you to head over to allegrastein.com and sign up over there. Um, all announcements about Misfit to Maverick and what's coming up, I send out to my email community. So it's really the best place to get those updates. In the meantime, thanks so much for being a listener. I will be back again soon. I have a lot to share in service of your journey. Glad to be back, everybody. Talk soon.